in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle. Hey, we come in. I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. About a month ago, we stumbled onto this vendor through my escapades on Twitter. More on that later. And decided to try out their store by purchasing a double-ended dildo that slides up inside of me while I fuck the hell out of my subby. Ladies, this is a must. The normal strap-on is fun, don't get me wrong. But this, this toy is some next-level shit. Anyways, through some chatting, I sweet-talked them into giving my listeners a little discount. But let me tell you a little bit about them. The site is called SexyStuffByMail.com. Find yourself some private, quiet time, because this is definitely a not-safe-for-work site. Browse through their huge selection of chastity devices, sex toys, sexy lingerie wear, sexual stimulants, and sensual oils today. They have over a thousand plus VOD movies for you to enjoy in their VOD store. They honestly have tons of products to help you enjoy a healthy and spicy sex life. Safely shop with them online with their secure SSL checkout servers, discreet billing and shipping, and 24-7 customer service. Now as promised, the hookup. I have scored us all $10 off a purchase over $50. Most anything that's worth buying from a sex shop is at least $50. So getting $10 off is a nice little icebreaker. In the future, I'm going to be able to do some more sweet talking, but this should get us all started out nicely. After the show, go make a visit to www.sexystuffbymail.com. Order whatever you want, totaling $50 or more in your cart, and check out Type in Christine dollar sign 10 off sale as the coupon code and cha-ching $10 disappears from your order. I will make sure that the link and code is in the show notes. You can also DM me on Twitter at Christine Kellogg and I will be more than happy to hook you up. Thanks so much to sexystuffbymail.com for being a part of my podcast and for giving you all a deal. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for coming back for a listen to episode five. So in episode four, we discussed my first side action with a guy while the hubby watched or attempted to watch, but his phone fell. Apparently the fates were against him. He could only hear. If you haven't listened to episode four, shame on you. Go back. Give it a listen. 
you won't be disappointed. On this episode, we're going to talk about social networking apps and websites, being new to the lifestyle and FLR, female-led relationship. I had a lot of questions and was completely in the dark about how all of this worked. I just wanted a place to go where I could get some answers to my questions. The first place I think I went was FetLife. This site can be a little overwhelming for newbies. Uh, If you just take a deep breath, it's not really too bad. So FetLife is Facebook for Kingsters. There is no app for Apple products, but there is for Android products. So if you're an Android user, you're in luck. So logging in, I recruited my husband to help me set up my profile so that it, because I have no idea, it asks you some pretty in-depth questions about things that you're interested in, what your gender is, if you, what you identify as. I mean, there's so many questions I had no idea even how to answer. So he kind of guided me along. He didn't give me my answers really, but he just helped me know, you know, he would just ask me questions more in my language that would help me know what my answer should be, or you can just put undecided. You do have to pay a subscription fee to have full access to FetLife. Uh, it's $5 a month, or you can do sit three months, six months, or you can do a year for, I think it's 200 actually for a lifetime. So that's really actually not that bad. So we set up my profile. We started scrolling. I got some messages here and there. They were pretty decent messages. People are very respectful, kind. It is a little bit kind of like being fresh meat, though. <laughs> you do kind of have your inbox blow up a little bit here and there. One thing FetLife offers that I thought was really cool is you can do munches. They have events. Um, you do have to do a munch before you can do an event because you have to get vetted. And we'll unpack all of that. Um, so a munch is a gathering that they hold. The, so I've only been to one. So I don't have a whole lot of experience with this, but I'll explain how mine went. So we went to a munch. It was at a restaurant. We were in like a party room and it was closed off from the rest of the restaurant. The serving staff was aware of what it was. They knew it was a lifestyle event and they were lifestyle friendly, a lifestyle friendly establishment. I don't know how you would say that, but they were aware of what it was. Um, There was probably 15 to 20 people at this one that we attended. My husband and I both went. And it was nice because you go around the room, you introduce yourself, you give everybody your username on FET so they can reach out to you or you can reach out to them. They go over rules. Uh, FET does have some pretty pretty substantial rules. Maybe not substantial, but um, pretty important rules. That being a newbie, I never would have maybe thought of or would have known. But you go, we had a meal, we talked to people. There were some people there that made toys for play. There was flogging toys, there was paddles. They kind of gave a demonstration on how you can use these during play. Um, A couple of the rules that were discussed right away because they're pretty important. The first one is everything must be consensual. Everything must be consensual. And this is kind of a life rule in general. You want to make sure that the person that you're interacting with is on board with what's going on. Another thing, a safe word is very important. I learned this very early on. If you are all of a sudden uncomfortable, in pain, are not okay with what's going on, you need to be able to have this word that you can use to stop everything immediately. When that word is used, all play ends. It's so important. 
And you want to make sure that you're always checking in with your partner. Are you guys both on the same page? Are you both feeling the same thing? Is everything, you know, still consensual? Did anything change? Did something trigger? Because some of this stuff can trigger past trauma. Any, I mean, it's hard to say the human brain's insane. So consensual, everything has to be consensual. Rule number one seems pretty self-explanatory. However, it was nice to hear, you know, you always ask somebody before you touch them. You always check in with them, see how they're feeling during the play, all of that, which was very interesting to me. Obviously, I'd never really played. The second thing is some events do not allow alcohol. Now, not all events are that way, but the majority of what I found on Fat Life did not allow alcohol. If they did and you became belligerent or just a jackass or violent or whatever, you were asked to leave immediately. Another thing I noticed about their events is that there is only a certain number allowed and you have to RSVP. So that's nice. The groups can be smaller or somewhat bigger, depending on how many people. You know, they're going to have there to watch th- watch over things and make sure everybody's being safe. It's actually kind of like a family, you know, everybody's looking out for everybody to make sure nobody gets hurt. Now, on that note, I haven't technically gone to a FetLife event. I have read feedback on them and they seem very safe, very fun. I'm not opposed to trying one. I just haven't yet. I haven't had time. So once you've attended a munch, If there's a specific event you're looking to attend, sometimes that specific event will have a specific munch so that you can get vetted. And what vetted means is that you've gone to the munch, you've met people that are in in charge of the event or people who will be attending the event, basically just to kind of get to know everybody to make sure it's a good fit and that, you know, one or the other isn't crazy or whatever the case may be. So once you've attended a munch, you're vetted to attend an event. I honestly don't know if once you go to one month, you're vetted for all events or if events are different and each event requires you to attend a specific month for that event to be vetted. If anyone knows and wants to let me know, that'd be fantastic. I can probably go on FetLife and look. Right now, things are kind of crazy still, so I don't know if I'll be attending any events, but it's my goal for this winter to attend maybe at least one. And I'll let you guys know what it's like. So we've talked about munches being vetted. What else did I like about FetLife? Oh, I did really enjoy the people that I spoke to there. And people were very friendly in explaining things to me that I didn't know. And I was able to get a lot of answers. I really, overall, FetLife is probably my favorite. I'm still on there. I haven't been on in a while. I couldn't even tell you what my username is. However, I would like to get back on there and get active because I really did enjoy the people. So you should definitely check it out. Oh, one other thing I forgot about FetLife. They do instructional munches or events too. So if there's a certain type of play that you're interested in, like electro play, rope play, fire play, anything like that, there is a group for that. And they will do sometimes do instructional events to teach you how to do that safely so that nobody gets hurt. Because obviously that's the last thing you want is to be playing and somebody end up seriously hurt, which I thought was very cool. And the people that seem to be heading up the events 
seem to be very knowledgeable. Okay, so the next one that I think I, and we talked about this a little bit in episode four, is Kick, which is a messaging app. Now, this app isn't specifically for kinksters per se. Uh, they do have groups for everything. So if there's a something that you want to join a group about scrapbooking or whatever, I, there's a group for everything on there. I, of course, veered towards the kink part of it. So there we are. So Kick was great. Uh, I signed up for, like I said in episode four, I signed up for my Kick account and I was bombarded with dick pics and messages that were pretty much pointless. This app I struggled a little bit with because it felt like nobody really knew how to carry a conversation. I mean, I can fuck you better than anybody's ever fucked you before. Really? You don't even know me. You haven't even said two words to me. How do you even know what I like? Fuck, I don't even know if I know what I fucking like. Just seems odd to me. However, I did meet some very interesting people on Kick. In fact, Kick is what led me to my first remote keyholder situation, and that was pretty interesting. I stumbled a little along the way, but I really liked it, and I'm not opposed to doing it some more. I think the final one that I did was Adult Friend Finder. Now, this was a mistake for me personally. I wasn't necessarily looking for just a random wham-bam thank you, sir, or whatever you want to call it. This site is specifically what it's called. It's basically finding a fuck friend. My biggest issue with this site was that it seems a lot of married men tend to go on there and they're just looking for a quick one night stand to cheat on their wife. That's not my jam. I don't want to be the other woman. I don't want anything to do with you if you're married unless your wife is aware and even then it's a bit sketchy. That's a whole different avenue to go down. I mean, there has to be conversations and, you know, you have to have a lot of honesty and I don't even know you. However, if you're just looking for a quick hookup and you don't care and that's on you, I mean, I, it's everybody's choice. You do what you think is right or whatever you want to do. Me personally, I'm not really into that. I did explore Craigslist a little bit. I just wasn't comfortable with that. I was in a group for a while of a bunch of people that were in the singles ads. They were in a group on Kick, and I met some really cool people in there. They were real fun to talk to, and um, it was fun. I would love to hear from some of you guys, gals, all of the above, what your experiences have been on social media and networking apps. I would love to hear from some of you about your experiences on social media or networking apps. What were your experiences? Do you know of some that are good that I haven't listed? I would guess there are many, many out there, and I don't have any clue where I would even start to explore. But hit me up with your suggestions and comments. I would love to hear what you have to say. Next week, we're talking about what it's like to be in a dom-sub relationship. And I have a very special guest. I'm bringing my own personal subby. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. I have all sorts of exclusive content like photos, an erotic audio drama, premium Snapchat, custom Spank Bank audios, and more. 
Also, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I do general erotic voiceovers, like the Spank Bank audios I was just talking about, as well as hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a discount there also. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings, stay safe, and I will continue on the next episode when we talk about me getting my mind blown about female-led relationships. Mwah!